And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Exceller Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we're going into part two of faith being tried and tested. Yes, let, let me say it again. Peter said, do not be shocked that your faith, you're stepping out in faith, your decree that you're going to stand on the Word of God is now being tried and tested. Why? Because Satan is a bully. A bully does not back down until you stand up to him. Think about what I'm saying. See, let me tell you, the enemy is not afraid of something that's not been tried or tested. So when you come out of this trial, when you refuse to be moved to be shaken you refuse to back off you are coming out with a confidence that the, that's going to shake hell to the core so let's get into this message right now we are learning to stand having done all to stand and i will see you at the end of the program verse 9 then satan answered the lord and said does job fear god for nothing have you not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side. You have blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But, somebody say but. But put forth your hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. So in other words, what's Satan saying right here? You put him under pressure. You try him, you test him. And we'll see how devoted he is to you. We'll see if he'll keep his faith. Verse 11, or verse 12. But the Lord said unto Satan, and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, somebody say, Behold, all that he hath is in your power. Only upon himself put not forth your hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now I'm going to show you something today. Now why did I read that to you? I read that to you to show you that Satan is a bully. If you've went to school, then you know exactly what the definition of a bully is, right? It is somebody who thinks that they are inferior to somebody else. That they're stronger, that they're better. And they feed off the fear of that other person. Is that correct? They try to take their lunch money, they try to pick on them, whatever. That's what a bully is, right? And I'm telling you, that's what Satan is. Now, here's what you got to see. Now, the Targum text, which is an ancient Hebrew understanding of the Bible, says this. It says, when God asked Satan, he said, where have you come from? This is what Satan said. I have been going about throughout the earth 
to try the works of the children of men. What are we talking about today? Being tried and tested. Is that correct? Now, here's what you got to understand. The enemy is not afraid of your faith. What? That's right. He's not afraid of your faith. Let me watch this. He's not even afraid of the blessings that you have. You say, why is that? Let me go so far to say this. Watch this. He wants what you have. He wants your, he wants your faith. He wants the blessings, the assets, the, the prosperity that you have. He wants the things that God has given you in your life. You've heard me say this before over and over. When, the enemy, when there is a war, it is always over spoils, right? You don't go to war just for the fun of it. There's always something to win, and that's what the enemy knows. So that's exactly what a bully does, right? He's not afraid of what you got. He wants what you have. Amen? And this is what Satan did. He said, I see all his blessings. I see the faith that he has. I see all the stuff that you've done for him. But here's the thing. I'm not afraid of that. Because I know, watch this. I know that if he's put under pressure, he's going to buckle. You better know in here today that the enemy has said the same thing about you. Yeah, 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 I know so-and-so. I know they've been real spiritual, and I know that they've got this and they got that, and they, they've got this anointing on their life and whatever, but put them under pressure, put them under strain, and they will give up. They'll throw this faith away. They'll throw these promises away. You just watch and see. It's the same thing going on today, right, as he was talking about Job. He said, "You watch this. You let me put pressure on him? Now, first, no, let me, let me be clear. He told God to put pressure on him. But notice what God said. He said, you do it. Is that not what he said? He said, you do it. God's not the cause of your troubles. And we'll say it again. God's not the cause of your troubles. Quit fighting the one that's trying to help you. Oh, somebody say Amen. Quit fighting the one that's trying to get you out of your mess and realize who your enemy is. Now, that word behold there in the, go to verse 12 right there. Look, you see right there where it says behold? That word in the Hebrew means literally. So I want you to see this. So God says, well first Satan says, if you take your hand and put it upon him and take away this and take away that, he'll curse you to his face. He'll curse you to your face. That's what he said, right? Here's what God said. He said, behold, or in other words, he said, literally, the things that he has are in your hands. Now, how many has heard for years that God allowed Satan to do this and do that on Job? Just to use him as a guinea pig. How many has ever heard that for years? Come on. Now look at Job 3.25. Look at what this says. This is Job speaking here. I'm going to show you something. He said, For the thing which I greatly, what? Has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come unto me. See, if you read in the first part of Job, 
The Bible says that Job continually offered up sacrifices for his children because he was concerned that they would rebel against God. So he kept offering sacrifices. Now, if you know the story of Job, he lost everything, right? He lost his children, he lost his, his house, he lost his money, he lost everything. He even began to lose his health, right? But see, here's what you got to see. God said, literally, right now, it is in your power to touch what Job has. Now, how could he say that? Because of this right here. Fear opens the doorway. Those of you in here this morning that says, well, you know, it's all right to be afraid. It's all right to worry. It's all right to, you know, live in what ifs and all that. It's not. Because you've heard me say this before. Fear is the opposite spectrum of faith. It is just as strong. It is just as powerful. As faith will bring things into your life, fear will bring things into your life. So Job says, the thing that I dreaded, that's what the Hebrew says. Let me read it to you right here. He's, he, he says, The thing that I dreaded, that I feared with a great fear, has now come upon me. So what, what allows the enemy to be able to come in and begin to work in your life? What allows him to be able to touch what belongs to you when you begin to live in fear? Now let me tell you something, how easy this is. Watch this. It just starts with a thought. That's it. He could not touch Adam and Eve. He couldn't touch anything they had until he presented a thought of fear. You're missing out. You don't have everything. If you don't take from this tree, you're not going to be like God. So then that fear comes upon them and you know the rest of the story. So... What does a bully thrive off of? Who can tell me? Fear. That's what he thrives off of, right? You keep showing him fear. You keep showing uh, timidity. You keep backing down. What's that bully going to do? Oh, you know, I'm just going to leave him alone. They're good now. No. What's he going to do? He's going to keep coming after you. Right? He's going to keep taking your stuff. Because a bully needs fear. So I'm going to tell you right now, Satan does not fear a man or a woman who has not been tested. And just proved it to you. Even though Job had everything a man could possibly think of in God, Satan was not afraid of him. Do you want to know why? Because until this point, Job had never been tried or tested. Somebody needs to hear me in here this morning. He had never been tried or tested. So the enemy says, hey, he ain't no big thing. You take away his stuff, you let me touch him, and he'll curse you to, his fa to your face. It's going to happen. What did I say earlier? He doubts your quality. He doubts your faith. Even, don't look at the things that Job accomplished. That's what a bully does. Let me tell you something. A bully does not respect somebody who has not been tested, who's not been tried. Amen? So if you keep showing him fear, 
If you keep showing him that every time you, he comes to you, you're going to back down, he's going to keep coming. Now, what's the Bible say about this? <clears throat> Persecution comes for the what? The word's sake. Now, I'm talking, to you, uh, uh, I'm talking to everybody in here right now who is being tested, who feels like you're under pressure, who feels like you're being tried like never before. You need to listen to this today. Go to Luke 22, verse 31. Look at this right here. Jesus said, Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God that he might sift you, all of you, like grain. Next verse. But I have prayed, especially for you, Peter, that your own faith may not fail. What did it say? That your faith may not fail. What's on trial right now? It's your faith. It's the quality that God placed on the inside of you. When you yourself have turned again, strengthen and establish your brethren. Now you see right here that Satan asked excessively that he could sift the disciples as wheat. He wanted, watch this, he wanted to try them and test them. You say, wait just a minute. These were men of God. These were people who walked with Jesus. These were people that were doing miracles, signs, and wonders. They, they were literally walking with the Master. But guess what? Up until this point, they had never been tried or tested. What did Jesus say? He said, the whole time you were with me, he said, did you lack anything? They said, no, we didn't lack anything. Jesus kept them under his covering the whole time of his ministry up until this point. Now, Jesus is saying this right before he's going to be tried before the, before the priesthood to be crucified. So up until this point, the disciples had not been tried or tested, did they? You remember the sons of Zebedee? You remember what they said? They said, we want to sit right beside your throne. And you know what he said? He said, you don't know what you're asking. He said, can you be tested as I'm tested? Amen? And what did they say? Oh yeah, yeah we can. You want to know why they said that? Because up until that point, they had never been tried or tested. So you see here again, now we talked about Job, right? But now we're up in the, the new covenant. And here it is again, Jesus, or excuse me, Satan is saying, let me at him. Let me at him. Because if I put him under pressure, they're going to give up. If I, put, if I just put a little bit of pressure on them, if I turn up the heat, they're going to let go of this faith. Yeah, I know they're shouting in church and raising their hands and saying hallelujah, but you let me put them under pressure and they're going to give up on you. Let me sift them as wheat. Now the word sift here in the Greek means this right here. Write this down if you're taking notes. To prove by trials one's faith to the verge of overthrow. I've heard so many people say, well, you know, Satan's just trying to give me a cold. He ain't trying to give you a cold. He wants that cold to turn into pneumonia or something else to kill you. The Bible says he's out to do three things, steal, kill, and destroy. 
So he's not out to play patty cake with you. You like that, didn't you, Tracy? Patty cake. All right. He's not out to do that. And here he is. He's, he's asking Jesus for these disciples who have not been tried or tested. Let me add them and I'll show you that you picked the wrong people. I'll show you that they are worth nothing. He said, I want to put them through such trials that, they, that it will overthrow their faith. Can I tell it to you like this? The greater the promise, the greater the battle. So-and-so's received their promises and I'm still here waiting on mine. Well, theirs was a lot smaller than yours. Some might say hallelujah. Let me tell you, let me ask you something. Do you think for one second that God was going to promise you these mind-blowing things and the enemy was just going to say, okay, I can't stop you. Do you think that that was going to happen? Come on. When he knew that the Messiah was coming, let me backtrack, not even up until the time of Jesus' birth, even before that, all through the centuries, you can see how Satan tried everything he could to stop the Messiah from coming. Do you understand that? I'm talking about coming down to killing every male child, come on, two and under. That didn't just happen once, it happened twice. The greater the promise, the greater the victory, the greater the testing. I just set some of y'all free in here this morning. I, I don't know how in the world one person could go through all this stuff. Do you understand what God has placed on the inside of you? Do you understand how big the promises He's placed on your life? So when it says that Satan wants to sift you as wheat, it literally means he wants to bring you through something that will cause you to overthrow your faith. So let me ask you something today. What is it you're going through right now that is making you right on the verge of throwing it away? This doesn't work. I'm tired of holding on. I'm tired of doing this, tired of doing that. You're being sifted right now. Now, why is that so significant? Watch this. How many knows why you sift wheat? What do you do? They would take the forks and they would sift through the wheat and they would throw it up in the air and the wind would blow the chaff away. How many remembers the threshing floors? You read in your Bible, right? The threshing floors? That's what they would do. They would shift that wheat and they would throw it up in the air. And when they do that, the wind would take the chaff and the chaff would just blow away. Somebody say separation. You know what Satan's trying to do? He's trying to separate you from your faith. That's exactly what he's trying to do right now. He's trying to separate you from your faith. You are, all right, you got on fire for God. You said you were going to buckle down and be who God's called you to be. Boom, then the pressure comes. Now you have to ask yourself, will I hold on to this? Will I keep going or will I give up? 
Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, this is real this morning. This is real. This is real. All right, so he's banking. Praise God. You may be watching this right now and you may be saying, you know what, I've, I've tried to stand on God's word so many times. I've tried to take a step of faith so many times, but it seems like every time I do so, the enemy hits me here, he attacks me there. So you know what, I just, I just don't know what to do. Listen to me. Again, I can't stress this enough. Satan is a bully. He has that bully mentality. And you know what bullies are. That as long as you show them fear, as long as you keep backing down and, and, and just being movable, shakable, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Now you know that. And Satan is the same way. As long as he knows that every time he tries you and puts, a t and puts you to the test that you're going to back off, that you're going to fall behind, what do you think he's going to do? He's going to keep doing that over and over and over. You've got to make up your mind. I am not backing down. That if you come at me, you're going to get a fight. And watch this. Now, it may not turn immediately, but I'm telling you, you can outlast the devil. He's got a very limited time on his hands. You are eternal. You have eternal salvation waiting on you. You've got all the time in the world. You're not bound by time. But the Bible says that he knows that his time is short. He knows he's got a limited time to work. So he don't have time to keep pushing you and keep pushing you. When he realizes that you are not going to back down, when, you realize, when he realizes that you, even though you're being tried and tested, you are not going anywhere, I promise you, he's going to back up off of you. He's, what did the Bible declare? It said, submit yourself to God, resist the devil. That word resist does not mean you just hold on for dear life and just hope he doesn't hit you too hard. That's what the church has taught you. That's what religion has taught you. No, no, no. The word resist means you put up a mighty stance, a resistance against the enemy. Satan, you come at me, you better come at me with everything you got because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not coming off of God's word. I have what I say. That's the kind of resistance that we are to put up against the enemy. And what did the Bible say? Did it say he might flee? Did it say, well, he might get caught up in something else and go somewhere? No, no, no. It said, he will flee from you. Because when, you, when he finds out, when he's put your faith to the test, because let me tell you something, he doubts what God has said about you. Now, you may have been prophesied to, you may have read in the Word who God says you are. Satan doubts that. That's why he comes and attacks the Word on your life. That's why he attacks you, because he doubts your ability in God. But once he sees that you know who you are in Christ, Lord Jesus, when you know who you are in Christ, that you're not going anywhere, that, that you realize that you have all power and authority over him, he's out of here. It is that simple. So you do not give up. You keep standing. I don't care if you're being tried and tested right now. We, there is value only in what has been tried and tested. Why do we value the Word of God so much? Because the Word itself declares that it has been 
tried and tested, and it has been found true. It is truth. It is the Word of God. And it is going to stand forever. Now watch this. The results of you being tried and tested, when you come out of this with victory, you are coming out of this with something that's going to last and stand forever. The troubles that you're going through, they're just for a moment. But what you come out of this with is going to be forever. My God, I'm getting excited here. I want to take time right now and I want to pray for you. That you will stand. That you will not back up. That you will keep going forward. Because the victory is already, it is a fixed fight. It's already won for you. You just have to take it. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, open the eyes of every person that's watching right now and let them see that there is value in them. That's why the enemy's fighting. That's why the enemy's attacking. Because he sees the value. He sees that faith in them that is more valuable than gold. That, that if he loses this battle, it's going to affect his kingdom forever. He knows this, but they need to know it. Lord, I pray right now that you show them who they are, that they come to the revelation of who they are in you, Lord. That they're not just a nothing or a nobody. No, they are somebody in you. And I thank you, Father, for victory for them, no matter what the circumstances are. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen and amen. I know right now that after watching this, you're ready to go. So you keep marching. You keep uh, seizing the moments that God has blessed you and He's going to continue to bless you. Now I want to take this time to thank our faith partners for your continued giving and, and support of this ministry. You are a blessing to this ministry and we always want you to know that. And if you are watching this and you would like to become a faith partner, you say, I would like to get in contact with this ministry and be a part of it and be a blessing as it has been a blessing to me. Our announcer is coming on the screen and he's going to tell you all of our information on how you can come in contact with this ministry. Those of you who write to us needing prayer, uh, asking questions, needing encouragement, thank you for that because you are letting us know that these programs that we put together every single week are working and they are being effective in, in your life and changing your life. That's why we're here, to change lives for the kingdom of God. Amen. So until then, keep walking by faith. I'll see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at acceleratefaith.org as well.
We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 